1: Learn more at Marines dot com.
2: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, senior editor at dot com, and we are back for another episode of the Steelers preview. Myself and the rest of the Yellow Crew are here. I guess it's gold. I'm sorry, oh. it's black and gold. Nonetheless, we're all wearing gold shirts. For those that are in audio, you don't know what we're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And joining us is always Dave Schofield, editor of BTSE. What's up, Dave?
1: You took my line. I was going to say, know. welcome here tonight to the Steelers preview. Tonight's episode <laughs> is brought to you by the color yellow. <laughs> and you, the number two.
2: <laughs> two if, you, if you didn't... uh if you wouldn't have said something right before we went on the air, I, I wouldn't have said anything. So that's <laughs> your fault. Brian Anthony Davis, the podcast producer.
0: What's up, Brian? Hey, fellas. I'm so glad to be here. And it's so nice to be previewing a game when you're not hoping to get off the schneid.
2: Yes. And Justin says it. I was going to say it. Seattle has three losses. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. I listened to Dave's StatGeek podcast this morning on the way to work, and every single time he said Seattle. He's at Seattle, Seattle, I'm, it literally is like a, in my head, has two losses, has two <laughs> losses, has two losses.
0: <laughs> Man, last week, after we, we got off the show, I watched the rest of that game, and I was cheering like, I was cheering <laughs> for the, the Seahawks like I was cheering for the Steelers because I wanted them to come into this game with two losses. So after two years, I could finally be justified. And I can,
2: yeah. And I want to explain in case someone just randomly stumbled upon her. There's people that just started listening last offseason. They might say, What are they talking about? It was about two years ago. We were in the middle of a discussion and we asked Brian a question. It had nothing to do with the Seahawks. Well, he said,
1: We have to admit, about five minutes beforehand, we were talking about teams and the number of losses they had. And we had so moved on from that. He so. was caught up
2: in the live chat, is what it was. He's reading yeah. the live chat, he, which, which I don't told. bother with anymore.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I got wise. <laughs> and Brian just randomly just blurts out Seattle has two losses. Yeah, I Jay think Seattle Bader has like, two losses. What? There's was, not there was like one other time it was something similar, and that was the BJ Finney X Factor.
0: That yeah. <laughs> I thought I was being very creative with the BJ Finney X factor because it was a trade and yeah, it, it, it failed.
2: Okay. That's fine. It's okay. It's all right. All right. So welcome to the show. For those that are listening in audio, make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts or Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Subscribe, follow, whatever you have to do. And make sure Behind the Steel Curtain is your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. Let's get this show started off with some news. I got to be honest. I do the injury report podcast. I want Dave to talk about this in a second. Russell Wilson practiced today, gentlemen. I mean, <laughs> yeah, limited. I don't know what the heck Pete Carroll's trying to pull here. It's just like this on Belichick thing. Everyone's like, he's out for four to six weeks. We're already talking about the next quarterback, Geno Smith. And then all of a sudden I'm doing the injury report podcast. Seattle turns their injury report in at like eight o'clock at night. And he practiced. i I can't can't make it up like seriously what the heck is going on dave what are they doing in seattle let's not even talk about the steelers injury report yet russell wilson practice dk metcalf was downgraded by the way from limited and did not practice today yeah with a foot injury chris carson has not practiced yet these are big injuries for the the seahawks but what do you make this russell wilson stuff I, i literally was in a tizzy
1: yeah, I'm, I'm. going to see if I can find the quote because I was like, "All right, I've got to go here and and look on on Twitter. Someone's going to explain this." That I found it was, a, it was a it was a Seahawks reporter for ESPN. His name is Brady Henderson. Uh, he said Russell Wilson is listed as limited today. He can practice as much as his finger injury allows until the Seahawks put him on IR, assuming they do. Not a good and then he went on to other stuff. Um, so honestly, that would be no different than Juju Smith Schuster deciding to go out and run sprints with the team with his <laughs> in his in his shoulder sling because he was at practice. saw a picture of him today, you know. And then yeah. and then the Steelers saying, Oh, look, he's limited, you know, because technically you could do that. Um, it would to me, it would be about the, the equivalent. I think they're messing with people. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson, I don't see any way they could get away with trying to play him this week.
2: I mean, we all saw that picture of his finger. It was grotesque. It was yeah. disgusting looking. Brian, is, is he just, is Pete Carroll just, I'm just going to say messing around. I'd normally use a different term, but is he just messing with the Steelers?
0: You know what? I, the Steelers aren't falling for it. Yeah. But he's, he's putting that out there cause they just haven't made the move yet. But I, I, I was joking with Kevin Smith our very own Cliff Harris is still a punk about this. And I said, so what do you make out of this? He's like, well, yeah, he is limited in practice. He's at practice, but he's doing nothing. So he's limited. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So, you know, I mean, yeah, you can put that all you want. That's not going to scare anybody. I mean, they're they're preparing for Geno Smith, you know, (laughs) so that's. Well, we have to
1: remember what limited means. It could be you literally went out and stretched with the team it could mean that you did every single thing, but sat out one rep just because you, uh, you, 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 you're like, Oh, wow. I, I stubbed my toe on that one.
0: Let me right. sit out one rep. That
1: is the range of
0: limited. I, you know, I get that too, because <laughs> in how many years of doing this podcast, I've been limited every single week. <laughs> well, no, 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 hold on. Hold on. Now, Dave, I'm not
2: suggesting that Russell Wilson is going to play. No. my question is, is, What's Pete Carroll doing? He's <laughs> screwing with everybody. Screwing yeah. with everyone,
1: because I, in my opinion, that's what I can.
2: Yeah, he can, but unless or
1: or several- or it to the NFL for that make for you know sometimes coaches do this kind of stuff with the injury report just because they don't like how mandated they are with the injury report. It could even be something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, don't but it's know. funny.
2: It is funny. Mm -hmm. The the bigger injury news on the Seattle side is again, DK Metcalf with a foot injury was downgraded to from limited Wednesday to did not practice Thursday. That's big news. Uh, He's a huge weapon, figuratively and literally. And then also Chris Carson, the running back, did not practice the last two days. So uh, Dave, you have the Steelers injury report, if you could please read over that and let everyone know what's going on heading into Friday.
1: I tell you what, this is this is not a bad injury report for the Steelers at all. at all. There was two players on the list that did not play, one of which is... Did not play, sorry. Did not practice. One of which is Juju Smith-Houston. You're saying, what, Juju? I'm like, yes, the Steelers have not replaced him on the 53-man roster. If I could take 30 seconds, if that... To say, people are like, what what are they waiting for? Don't they need that spot? They're waiting to see if they need a specific spot, if they need a specific position is what I'm assuming. Why why bring someone on the roster now, whether it be bringing back Zach Banner or Anthony McFarland, if you're going to have to turn around and need to do something because you need somebody else in the secondary or you've got two wide receivers who were limited the last two days which we'll get to in a second maybe you need another wide receiver maybe that maybe they're keeping it open specifically to use for this game to then make some bigger changes over the bye week if you know what I mean so that's probably why he's still there i would i would be really surprised if he's still on the roster for the game unless everyone's going to be healthy and they knew other whoever they bring in, they're just going to have inactive. Why well, have to pay somebody else the salary when you're going to be paying Juju anyway once he goes on IR? So there's some reasons to, for that. Let's move on. The other player who didn't practice today was, was Akello Witherspoon. That was a yeah. coach's decision. Didn't say not injury-related. It said coach's decision. And he was it, there, by the way. Was he there?
2: Brian Batko at the post cassette said that he was there. I'm pretty sure it was Brian said he was there so that means it wasn't wow. like...
1: I thought his tweet said he was there Wednesday
2: uh, meaning that maybe uh, maybe i misread it yeah i i maybe don't know I I'll,
1: I'll i'll see if i can find it here um a- after a bit i you know we're going to talk about we're going to
2: talk about Akello in a second go ahead yeah. and read so it so let's team. move
1: on to everyone else then the, then you have the players who were limited Chase Claypool and James Washington were both limited for the second straight day so the good news is after being limited on wednesday they were lim- they didn't move back on thursday the bad news is we don't know what limited means as we already said you're
2: taking it easy i
1: bet yeah so uh, and then the other player who was limited was carlos davis coming back from his four games missed due to a knee injury he's been limited the last two ge- two games two two days sorry man why can't i get days and games mixed up uh, anyway Then you have the players who did practice. No surprise, Ben Roethlisberger practiced on Thursday. After the shocking news... about Ben Roethlisberger not practicing on Wednesday, which I know Jeff got a kick out of now. Pro football talk. Pro basically. football talk made a big deal out of Ben not practicing Wednesday. we were like, where have you been for the last four seasons? <laughs> Seriously, so breaking ben, news, people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Ben Roethlisberger didn't yeah. practice. Yeah, big whoop. Okay. He was back. Melvin Ingram was back after having a day off. Cam um, Hayward was back after being limited um, on Wednesday uh, with – with his quote unquote neck injury, they're just, you know, having him take it easy. Who was the other one who didn't practice Trey Turner? He yeah, was the one who wasn't illness. injury related, but the big news, I still say is both Devin Bush and cam mm-hmm. Sutton full participants both days. Yeah. With their groin injuries. That's a big deal to, in my opinion. I mean, right now I have no reason to doubt that Devin Bush is going to play this week.
2: You would you would be silly to think anything less unless he's downgraded on Friday, unless he re-injures it on Friday. I mean, that's, yeah. I feel like that's essentially what's happening with some of these groin injuries is that they're going to play unless it gets re-aggravated. Um, and so right now it looks like he's good to go. I want to get this super chat up here. Sean Manahan, $5. Let's get this dub going into the buy and come out and start stacking them. Thank you, Sean. I think we all agree that that would be fantastic. We're going to talk about the significance of this game here shortly. I want to talk about Mr. Witherspoon, and I want to let you all talk first about Mr. Witherspoon. Brian Anthony Davis, go ahead and go first. What are your thoughts? What's up, Dave? I know I
1: did. I did uh, look that up from Brian Batco. It was he said that he was there Wednesday. Okay, so was there Wednesday? man but I, we don't I, know what
2: deal there I dashed the hell out of that guy on let's ride just see so you know. him <laughs> 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 new back go hey. yes no 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 what are you saying back go I okay. like Brian Batcave. He's good. Okay. So, Brian, yeah, Brian, I do too.
1: <laughs> Brian, how many times do I do that, Jeff? Tell you something on, on this show and you're like, oh, no, I, I didn't do that on Let's Ride. No,
2: I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Brian, okay. you don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> Brian, go ahead. Your take on Akilah Witherspoon since the Steelers made the trade with the Seahawks is what?
0: I don't know whether it wasn't scouted, whether it was fool's gold coming in. We were excited about this trade. Probably yeah, the
2: heck he was.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh there are a lot of people that were like, hmm, "Here we go." They're they're bringing in corners now. Every time I I look, it seems like they're signing some kind of corner. I think they've got seventeen corners on the practice squad. If I, I mean, in, in my mind, they're only sixteen because um, they lost Mark Gilbert. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that stinks, by the way. yeah, it but, does. but you know, yeah, he's a really real disappointment. The one bit of action that we saw him in was, oh, my gosh, it was an egregious mistake. and against Henry Ruggs, if I'm not mistaken. And so after that, you're you're thinking, all right, he's not playing. I mean, he didn't get a hat last week, right? He's only got a hat the one time. Okay, yeah. so he didn't get a hat last week. And now... Okay, the week now <laughs>
1: not only did he not get a hat, they chose to elevate Carl Joseph rather than give a, give Witherspoon the hat. Because so, they had the spot in the secondary and they elevated someone from the practice squad.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's telling the tale right there. And when you see Coach's decision and you find out, okay, he was there yesterday, um, but Coach's decision not playing there's there's trouble in his world right now he's calling his family and saying yeah i i don't like it here i want to come home because it's just it, you're going to probably not see him much longer and it's not going to be a situation where they say well we traded for the guy we've got to keep him now th- this is a guy you just can't you gotta say all right we screwed up yeah
2: well i, I, w- I want to bring something up here because it's important tyler w says something Sorry. Sometimes when you go into the bargain bin, you come up with spaceballs, not Star Wars. That's not a good comparison. Spaceballs a- is better. So no. there you, go. you can't
1: say something's better if you've not actually experienced both of them. You can't compare two things when you've only ever experienced one.
0: Yeah, you know I what? can't
1: say Heinz Field is better than Three River Stadium to watch a game because I never saw a game at Three River Stadium.
2: Can't do it. And the I mean, story. But you know, Spaceballs is really,
0: really good. Spaceballs, awesome. Spaceballs
2: is awesome. is great. I love
0: Spaceballs. But you making it sound like
2: Spaceballs stinks. No, I love Spaceballs.
0: Yeah, but you're Spaceballs. just defiant now with the Star Wars thing, just like Dave's <laughs> defiant with Die Hard. Yeah. It's I mean, just, no, I really have zero interest in
2: seeing yeah. the movies. Like yeah.
0: zero, like none. It's There's not defiant. So. Yeah. I, you're wrong. <laughs> no, because uh, you you would watch it. And you'd be like, "All right, you know what? Um, I was wrong. This is pretty good." You just will not watch it just because you've made so much of a stance. No. When am I going to have time to watch it? Oh, we're going to kidnap you. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, which, I mean, there's only 11 there's movies, like and how, movies and no, there's 11 movies and how many different series and TV yeah.
2: shows and little yeah. baby things. and
1: And they are all, Amazing. Anyways, Dave, Um, Akella Witherspoon. Akella Witherspoon. I was only going to say just a couple words, but now I have to kind of refute what Brian said because I understand Brian brought you one end of the spectrum. I'll bring you another end of the spectrum. Akella Witherspoon's, you know, mother had surgery or Akella Witherspoon's, you know, significant other, you know, had a, had a, Doctor's appointment and is expecting, or you know, I have no idea if any of these are true. But these are also reasons that you could have a coach's decision for not practicing during the week. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That,
0: but let me you know, jump I, in. real more quick. okay. That's Trey Turner, non-football related.
1: No. That's not, no, coach's decision means you have permission to not be there. The coach decided it was okay. Not injury related means you sat out, but you don't have an injury. That's the way I, I read it. Yeah. I'm reading. That's why I thought but- it was significant that it was a coach's decision, which meant he had permission to not be there. Um, that's what I put in my article at least. <laughs> um, that's just the way I read it. I don't know that either one of us is right. It's probably somewhere more in the middle. We might not. We don't know. But when it comes to him as a player for the Steelers, I've got, I was only going to say two words. I'm going to say four words. Ready? Brandon Boykin, Justin Gilbert.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. It's It's in the same mold. I'm trying to, I I wish I knew what they gave up for those players.
1: Uh, Either like, I think Gilbert was a sixth and Boykin was a fifth. Similar because would they give up
2: a fifth for, um, yeah, for witherspoon? And on my Let's Ride, I did rip into this guy and (laughs) maybe called him some names, but, anyways, (laughs) it's important to note. I also added that the fact that he hasn't even gotten a helmet, like Brandon Boykin, at least was an active player on game day. He just yeah. didn't
1: see the field on defense. Yeah, right. And that's the problem with Witherspoon is that he's not a special teams guy from, well, let's just say this. He's played special teams in the past, but part of the reason Seattle didn't want him is they wanted somebody as a depth piece that was going to be more about special teams than what he was.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, so, I it,
2: just, it just really irks me. Anyways, let's, let's move on to another topic, and that's injured reserve. The two players that are, Kind of probably itching to get off injured reserve and back on the field that Zach Banner and Anthony McFarland. Um, I want to ask you all about Zach Banner. I know that this is something that we've talked about, but after last Sunday and the way that the offensive line played, do you feel that there's anything to you don't necessarily want to add banner because you might think that the offensive line's kind of getting going? Is there any justification in your mind about that? Brian, we'll start with you.
0: I don't know. I think uh, the fact that he's not in is because he's not ready. And I took a lot. I took a lot of criticism for my uh, <laughs> my <Thursday>. chutzpah <chick-sacour> for.
1: <laughs> oh, I wish I would have been here Sunday. I I'm was glad about to you were there. Brian, send me the link. I'll get on my phone. Okay, you would have. I was trying him. I was because, trying to talk <laughs> Brian
2: back. I was literally yeah. like Brian, well, are you
1: sure you think it, this? Like are you It sure? wasn't that. <laughs> it wasn't just that. I also would have read you this great tweet from Naji Harris from at at 10:02 p.m. on July 23rd where he said at Wikipedia, "Hey y'all need to change my page, my middle name not even Jerome. Yes,
0: MH." <laughs> yeah, and so I read that this week and it's something like M-Z-A-T-E. Like people can not find it, they're trying, it's like this big mystery now. Well, they found it on a diploma on oh, his uh, so. on a special like in the background at Naji M-Z, okay. MZHE or something like that. Not true, That's fake crazy. news for us, it'll always be drum. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, we got to get back yeah. to busting on Brian about his about his take on chooks of
0: course. No, I got a bad day. I got killed on that. I, I absolutely got killed. And I, I guess I deserve it, but I just, I don't think he's the best option there. I want to see Banner back. I'd rather see Joe Haig than Chukes. I just, as far as the running game goes, you're not going to do well with Shooks. Maybe, maybe as a passing game, you're going to do better. Um, then I saw, I even saw uh, Mr. Highsmith come out. Um, and he came out and said, you know, why are you all busting on chukes I don't think he was talking about me. But if he was, that's awesome because that means he's listening, but I'm just I just don't get chokes. I think the experiment should be over
2: i I think my question should have been maybe I should have phrased this better. I think we all assume that when Banner is ready to come back and gets off fire, he will be the right tackle for the Steelers. to me, the question is who's left tackle? That's the question. Do you keep the rookie in there, Dan Moore? Or do you go with Shukes, where he was supposed to be the left tackle coming into the season anyways? Dave, what do you think?
1: It, that's the million-dollar question. And like Coach Tomlin said, he'd rather have six options than four when it comes to the offensive line, and it's a great point. But I'm going to throw out a little bit of a hypothetical. It might be that Zach Banner could have could be ready for this week, but they wanted to see who was going to play well and who wasn't last week. And based on that, they had a better idea what they wanted to do with him. Since they don't have to activate him until the following Tuesday, um, after this week's game, they could. And I I messed up. I thought it was this week he had to come back. But I, you know, I was thinking three weeks, not 21 days, um, which I know you say is the same thing. But I was thinking three games, not three weeks is what I meant to say. But. It might still be, hey guys, we've got Zach waiting here. I mean, if he comes back, who's not going to get a? I mean, who's not going to get a helmet out of the four tackles? Him, a quarter four. It would be Dan, Hague, yeah, Dan Moore or Joe Hegg. I mean, I mean, literally get a helmet on game day because you you can't have four tackles. Um, I mean, you don't want to have four tackles because then you you're really shoot you know short at guard and center. So so you need those other players there. So it's almost like, well, if he's going to come back and we're not sure who to give a helmet to, why even bother to bring him back? We'll just have him not have the helmet. So it's almost like these guys get one more week to show what they can do. And if they don't, guess what? You've got you've got him, Banner, sitting there waiting and ready to go. I don't know if that's the case, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was.
2: There's a part of me that thinks they kind of want to try to wait until after the bye week anyways. Mm-hmm. Um just to kind of get, like, hey, they, because they do have those additional practices. Um, What do they practice? It, it's early, isn't it? Don't they practice like Monday, think, Tuesday, and then they're off? or?
1: Um Well, they're not going to practice Monday. they do the practice Monday, game.
2: but they do have a couple practices. Either
1: Tuesday or Wednesday, they'll run a practice, and then they'll let them go and won't bring them back. And then they might come back for like a bonus practice Monday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then off Tuesday and then right back again. Yeah. So –
2: Let's get this up on the screen here. Sean Manahan gives us another $5. Thank you, Sean. He says, four was great against Denver as he was last year. He still sucks against everyone else. Let's see what he does Sunday night before we anoint him. I don't think anyone's annoying. And his him.
1: rookie year, his rookie yeah. year, this one start was against Denver. Yeah, yeah.
2: no, absolutely. And, and the, you know, the, it, that's what I'm talking about. Like with the whole, like bringing banner back, is there a part of maybe coach Clem that says, look, these guys are just starting to get it. Do mm-hmm. we really want to mix this up right now? If we don't have to, now someone like Brian would say we have to because he doesn't believe that Chukes is good at anything, in which case then you want to make a change. But clearly, the Steelers are, unless he's not ready, like Brian yeah. said, and that is an option too. That, you right.
0: know, I think one of the uh, things that I'm looking at here is what Dave was just talking about. What's the decision that's made when Banner comes back and you put him at right tackle, and who do you put at left? And I think right now, you have to keep going with a rookie that's starting to get it as well. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to, uh, Dave mentioned a few weeks ago that you could, you know, you could take him out. You could, uh, give him a chance to come back in and earn your way back, but I don't want to stunt a rookie's growth yeah. with the way he's been playing. And I thought he had a fantastic week last week.
1: Yeah. He had a really good week this week. He's had some rough ones in there, but he had a good one this week.
2: And I want you all to answer this question. And this is from Jerry Cherry Band, who does all the music for our podcast. Thank you. Big shout out to Jerry. Make sure you check him out on YouTube. Uh, great channel, especially if you're a novice guitarist like myself. He says, how do we know that Banner's any good? I mean, let's be honest here. Yeah. He, he has ta- one he was, start tackle. He was a tackle eligible guy who everyone loved. Everyone loves Zach Banner and all his story. And he's great in the community. I'm not taking anything away from there. But how do we know that he is such a huge upgrade? Anyone? Brian, you want to take a stab at it?
0: I think he's a good run blocker. I've, uh, you know, as a tackle eligible, you know, we haven't seen him as right tackle. He was tackle eligible. He's uh, he obviously played pretty well in that first game. And, you know, a lot of people are calling it one quarter, but he got hurt in the fourth quarter of that game. Um, You know, I, I think he's had more action than a lot of people realize i he had a lot of snaps as that tackle eligible and i know that's not the same thing but he's he's a run blocking specialist so i think when you're taking care of when you're trying to elevate a running game that zach banners the guy that you want to look at but you're right i mean jerry's right i mean we don't know for a fact because we haven't seen him but obviously the team knows what they were giving him when they brought him back, when he could have walked after being hurt, or they could have just let him go after being hurt. Dave, what do you think?
1: Yeah, there's some really interesting points here, because the the thing is, if they were really... I mean, the Steelers tried to swing it last year of... It was really close between Chooks and Banner, and the reason, and the fact that it was right tackle was probably why Banner won. If it had been left, it might have been the other way around. That's the way they played it. You know, We don't know. There was no preseason. But you also got to look at it this way. Like, last year when it came to the Steelers' offensive line, you were fine with a, you know, 70% of himself David DiCastro, or a 70% of himself Marquise Pouncey. You're talking about Pro Bowl guys, you know what I'm saying? When you're talking about Zach Banner, even if he's 95%, that 95% might not be better than the guy in front of him, but the 100% might, that could very well be the difference because we're not talking about a guy that was, you know, tearing up completely before he got hurt. He had won, won the job, got the start for one game and couldn't even finish that game before that terrible injury. So that's what we don't know. We basically have to put all our faith in the Steelers coaching staff and everyone there that's watching them day in and day out at practice that they're going to make the best decision because we simply don't have the data to to draw a big conclusion on it. That's a good point.
2: I don't want to get too far down the road. As of this being recorded, Zach Banner is still on injured reserve, has not been taken and put on the 53-man roster. And like Dave said, they have until Tuesday to do that. I do want to ask a question before we take a break. That was asked by Knight Rider 16. It's a great question. I was going to bring it up. In fact, with Juju Smith, Juju Smith, she's now injured and going to go on IR. Here's the question. Who gets the majority of snaps in the slot? It's been primarily Juju's role really the last few seasons. Brian, we'll start with you. Who do you think moving forward gets the majority of snaps in the slot on offense?
0: Possibly James Washington, or do they decide to move Deontay into that spot? I don't really know
2: stuff. Dave, what do you think?
1: Yeah. I'm trying to actually figure this out to see like I'm not, I don't really, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to see like Chase Claypool. He played nine snaps in the slot on Sunday, but he only, he, I mean, he didn't play that many snaps in the game um, because I think they were still kind of limited him with that hamstring. That I don't know if that's true. That's what it seemed like when we were at the stadium talking about it. We're like, why isn't Claypool out here for this set? Why is it this? And it was like, I think they're trying to not overwork him with that hamstring. But he still played, you know, nine snaps in the slot. I'd have to look everybody else up individually. There was no James Washington on Sunday. Didn't know if he'd have been put in there. I don't know. And frankly, I like the fact that on Tuesday, Coach Tomlin didn't tell him. Because I'd rather not tell the other team what you're going to do. And now they don't they don't know who to prepare for that's going to be in the slot.
2: I think it's going to be a mixture. And yeah. Mike Tomlin said this on Tuesday, and I agree with him. You're going to see probably – the one player I don't think you'll see in the slot is James Washington. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> I <laughs> just think he's a predominantly – he's an outside guy. Deontay Johnson can go into the slot. Claypool can go into the slot. He scored his touchdown from the slot. Um, I think also you'll see – I really hope they start using Najee Harris as more of a receiver. I think he's capable. Um, I think some tight ends. Gosh, he's say, Maybe some Ebron. Yeah.
0: You might see some Ray Ray in there, too. Yeah. He's got to get some action before Miller. Yeah.
2: No, you're right. And Ben there. pumped mm-hmm. him up big time on Wednesday. Ben was talking a lot about Ray Ray.
1: And if you guys... Either read my offensive PFF article or listen to the Scobro show, you would know that the the according to Pro Football Focus, the most highly graded blocking, run blocking wide receiver in the NFL through five weeks is Cody White. I thought you were going to say Deontay Johnson. I was no. going to say shut Cody. The <laughs> Cody White is the highest ranked run blocking wide receiver in the NFL through five weeks. So remember Lead.
2: that. Yeah. That's, that's in three
1: games. So yeah,
2: that's interesting. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Those of us, those of you that are watching live on YouTube or Facebook, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right here. Those on that are on the audio side, head over to part two. We're going to talk more about this upcoming game against the Seahawks over under trivia. And of course our predictions stay tuned. We'll be right back.